1: plushcare.com slash weight loss The Opinion Line Corks 96FM Whenever a child goes back to school, they're going to need a lunchbox and they're going to need a healthy lunchbox. We're talking yesterday about the dangers of the lunchbox and the sharing of the lunchbox is going to be a problem going forward. But the Minister for Children, uh, Minister O'Gorman, has announced an initiative supporting parents and children learning about healthy lunchboxes. And Dr. Eva Orsmond has been saying for many, many years that where do you learn to he- eat properly and eat healthily, you learn from the very first time you put food in your mouth. Dr. Eva, good morning. Good morning. That is true, isn't it? From Absolutely. the very first time you put food in your mouth, you learn what's good for you.
0: Absolutely, and it should be mother's milk. <laughs> should be breastfeeding we have a low breastfeeding rate i just want to put that there i know we are talking about another topic but but yes absolutely the good habits are created from the childhood and i like you were interviewing there earlier the lady you know really children don't just learn what you are telling them they learn from you and what you are doing as a parent children copy parents so it's very important what we do not what we tell children to do
1: so Lunch, the whole lunchbox concept is kind of going to have to change for COVID when kids are going back to school. So that alone is going to be a learning curve. How do we keep the lunchboxes healthy for kids, particularly youngsters going for the first time?
0: I mean, there's obviously uh, what I think that healthy lunchboxes should be, and then there is what the current advice is. And I well, find
1: let's let's go with Dr. Eva's healthy lunchbox first. Now,
0: my my idea of a healthy lunch is that. Children's diets, like adults' diet should be based on vegetables because we need fibre. And we know that Irish people are we are, we are not just in the middle of a pandemic of COVID, but we have been for many years in the middle of obesity epidemic. So over 60% of parents, uh, adults are overweight, and over 25% of children were overweight before pre-COVID. Now, over the COVID lockdown, uh, a lot of parents gained at least a stone of weight, and. So so did children. So these these figures are much, the percentage are much, most probably higher. Uh, The trend seems to be going on. We have also linked uh, more worse outcome of COVID for those people who are overweight. So we know that um, if you get infected with COVID-19, you are more likely to get the most serious consequences if you are overweight or obese or you have an underlying condition. So what, what they are not saying on the news when they are talking about children being affected or younger people being died of COVID, they don't say what nutritional status these people were, which is very unfortunately because many of those people are overweight or have an underlying condition because COVID-19 don't really affect healthy people who have good immune systems. So I think it's important well, to highlight. That,
1: that's a bit of a generalization. Yeah, say, but Dr. We, yeah,
0: no, because we have enough evidence of this. We have, I mean, we can't generalize. I never, ever want to generalize, but we need to remember that there is a personal responsibility for our health and, and also how we actually look after and what is our response and not just always say disease falls from the sky because in many cases it falls worse in when, when you are actually predisposed. And overweight and obesity is a major, yeah. major um, a risk factor. And on this line obviously children's lunch boxes and what children eat at school will obviously already take a big percentage of their daily diet. So
1: I'm preparing a lunch box for an 8-year-old on the 1st of September. What should go in and what absolutely should not?
0: Absolutely they should be vegetables and they should be high fiber food. Now at the currently the government is recommending that the fiber should come a lot from the cereal based foods from rice potatoes, pasta, high-grain, uh, whole-grain breads, which I think it's wrong because this is already something that children easily eat where we know that there's a lack of vegetable intake. And the government has not addressed this, and the, the new guidelines that are out there with this Let's Get Ready campaign mm. is absolutely um, disgraceful that they are actually advising parents to give So much fruit, they're actually telling parents to cook more rice and pasta on these guidelines. And there's no recognition about the the fact that Mm. children are already overweight. They're also not recognizing the fact that the the overweight and obesity epidemic, has. we have to basically stop the growth.
1: Sure. So what would you put in?
0: I would put vegetables.
1: What kind of vegetables?
0: Children usually like root vegetables. So, for example, carrot sticks, you know, cauliflowers, uh, you know, cucumber sticks, celery sticks. But the problem when I mentioned this, many parents who are listening to this now are saying, oh, but my children don't eat vegetables. And this is obviously the problem because the the most probably an early year's the, the transition from mother's milk to solids when not done properly and not enough variety was introduce, introduced. Mm. And this is what I'm saying. A lot that of parents, children don't
1: like green veg, Dr. Yeah,
0: no, but it's not just green. I'm, I said, I'm quite happy to put root vegetables yeah. in children's lunch boxes, But what I'm trying to say here is that I feel sympathy for the parents because I have two children myself and I know how difficult it was to learn what to give them and how to be because it's a new job that you are in. And people and parents need support, but they also need the right advice. I see overweight and obese children who come with their parents to my clinics. And and I see the psychological damage that the excess weight, not just the physical, but the psychological damage that young teenagers, young children have. And it Often, in most cases, overweight and obesity starts at early years and where many parents think that it's just puppy fat that will just fall off. In most cases, it doesn't because we know that over 70% of overweight children grow to become obese adults. So it's very important that our government would give the right advice and the right support. And I continuously, we get phone calls of parents who say, but I don't know what to do. I went to my GP and I was just told, don't worry. Or if they are told, they're told just to exercise Mm -hmm. more. And and this is not enough. People need specific advice. But if the advice Mm -hmm. is what has been put on the Safe Food website, it's absolutely appalling when we are, also recognising that it's so important, you know, that we we reduce the overweight and obesity epidemic because it's so clearly linked not just to COVID-19, but many other chronic conditions.
1: You, you, you have a problem with the term puppy fat, definitely.
0: Absolutely, because I see the damage in my clinics when I see children, young, you know, young children, teenagers crying because previously they didn't fit into their school uniforms. Now the school uniforms have made bigger, so there's not even an alarm belt anymore for parents when they, when, they, when usually before at least... They would stop there and said, "Goodness me, we can't get the, the 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 right size school uniform now." Because the school uniforms comes in mega sizes, that's not even an alarm. But the alarm comes when they start getting, you know, they can't fit into their jeans and they are looking for a special outfit for a special occasion. And this is very damaging. I mean, you now, know- can
1: I can I bring you in on one question just from that? And I've heard you say those things before, but the one thing that we are told now about our children and their weight. Is never make an issue of it. Do not make an issue of your children's health. I don't,
0: no, absolutely don't believe in that. You get all complex and they get an eating disorder. No, no, it's not. You don't, first of all, that is not correct at all that you get an disorder, eating disorder because you mention weight. That is absolutely no I correct. Dr. Evan, for a
1: why have I spoken to so many people on this program over the years who developed a severe eating disorder because as small children they were teased about their weight? The
0: reason you're talking to those people because the people who don't have weight issues and actually are maintaining the weight don't bother to call you and talk about it. Those people who got a, um, eating disorders and anorexia or something, they are totally different diseases and that means that the weight wasn't addressed in a correct way. Um, That that is absolute fact. Of course, if somebody gets an eating disorder, there's other underlying conditions. Now, weight should be addressed in a balanced way, not because it should be addressed, weight and development in children before it becomes a problem. Like I have been advocating for years that we should start children and monitoring children's weight and, and developmental milestones at school exactly the same way it's done in Scandinavia. I'm from Finland myself, but it's not just in Finland, it's done in Norway, Sweden Denmark, and myself and I'm I'm not 20 years of age I was actually weighed at school when I was young, and it wasn't anything embarrassing, it was part of the health check, um, where a child's development was checked and that just means that you would get the warning I wonder how many
1: listeners, and I might put that out to them, Dr. Eva, and uh, just briefly, before I let you go You, you would believe that Children should be regularly weighed at school to monitor their weight.
0: Absolutely, but it should be done by a professional healthcare staff, nurses and doctors in a private setting and should be done to any children, all the children, and it should be uh, told that it's a health checkup. Okay. And it's, 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 a, it's a preventative measure. I am not saying, I mean, like some people should wrongly... It be, should
1: it be reported back to the parents of Absolutely. little areas?
0: In, in, a, in a professional way, in a supportive way, so that these people are also giving them the tools how to address and what to do. Not just okay. to be told that go and exercise more and eat less, which is the most stupid advice I've ever heard. And I hear it continuously in the clinic when I see patients that we were told... That either exercise more and eat less, or we were told not to worry, and we didn't do anything. And now, two years later, we are heavier. And now, my little John is crying, or my little Mary is upset because she can't fit into the into the um, school okay. uh, outfit. So, what I'm saying is that pre- we know that prevention is better than cure. But but what wonder? What I'm wondering that we are doing so much for this COVID-19 um, pandemic, and huge amount of resources has been put and money has suddenly been found but no money has been in in, in recent years been found to tackle the overweight and obesity epidemic. Okay. And, and, and type 2 diabetes, which is totally reversible if people, in, especially in the first few years when people are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, 200,000 people are diabetic, in type 2 diabetic in this country, and 10% of health budget is put into okay. treating a disease which is totally like related. And we could related. start, what
1: you're saying is we, we could start teaching people sort of not to head down that road as very small children. Dr. Eva Orsman, thank you very much for that. I wonder what, how... The average listener, um, with a couple of kids going to, off to school, how would you feel about your children being weighed? And how would you feel about getting a phone call from the school nurse to say, "Sorry, now, um, Mrs. Murphy, but um, young young Sandra was weighed there in school on Wednesday, and she's a bit overweight. You'd want to tackle that. How would you feel about that?" Corks ninety six FM.